Third Circle Rewind with Jesse, Dave, and Ben. Yeah. Welcome, everyone, to episode 111, where we are reviewing WCW Great American Bash 1996. Yeah, how I wrote, had it written down here, it looks like it's episode 3. Like WrestleMania 3. I had an episode... I thought it was three exclamation marks. Yeah. I wrote episode 110. So you're not even... Because I wrote episode so 109 You're going to be, you're so gonna be reviewing a different pay-per-view than us. Exciting, right? Yeah, this is going to be good. It's going to be good. Um, as always, it is uh, myself joined with by Dave. Hello. There Sorry. And Ben. Yay! <laughs> Yowie wowie! Yeah, Dave's not paying attention. He's looking at. I notes. was paying attention to something else. Notes from a past pay per view. <laughs> and Dave uh, also has the attention span of a squirrel. That's true. Squirrel. That's giving too much credit. Like a rock. <laughs> like the rock. <laughs> All right. On that note, um, let's get into some bonus on. Body slam on current events with Dave Body. And now, here's Dave. What is that, Body Summers? All right, we're going to talk about NWA's first pay-per-view event, Into the Fire. Whoa, I thought this week's Body Slam was about our top three porn stars. We said that last week. I can't, I did not come prepared. Part one. Never mind that. Like, jeez, like. <laughs> Part one of this segment. <laughs> <laughs> All that work. Gone down the tree. All the research I did this week. That's not the God. reason you did all the research. I had to watch to narrow it down to three. Yes. Two of us are engaged. You're married. We have different it, reasons. Had a bracket <laughs> challenge. Sixty-four women. It was a whole thing. Sixty-four. Sixty-four. Yeah. I, I started with like three hundred. Okay. <laughs> Here's the question of the day for you: of How many of those sixty-four women did you watch of their stuff? Like, was it three films each? Three scenes each? Four scenes? Uh, well, you need at least like like a, a scene. Like, what are we talking about? Oh, here? okay. Do, do, you, do you mean like 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 a minute of the scene? Yeah. Like, was it, was like, it a I, compilation? I, those or are... a compilation? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need to get we need to get back to wrestling. Why is here? body slam about porn? <laughs> Not that I have anything against porn, but why is body slam about porn? Because last week we said we we're gonna do. It's our a new top year coming, stars. Ben. New year is coming. Who knows what's gonna happen? It's a new year. Coming. What? Anyways, oh, okay, into the fire, probably also the name of the yeah. port. We've already jumped into the fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I fell into the burning ring. Okay, so the first match was Eli Drake against Ken Anderson. Eli Drake. Eli Drake defeated Ken Anderson. <clears throat> okay, that makes sense. Thunder Rosa defeated the debuting of uh, Tasha Steeles. Oh, never okay. heard of her. Okay. But from what I saw, she did pretty good. I was going to say Melina, but Melina's in Thunder yes. Rose's state. Correct. Uh, question mark defeated Trevor Murdoch. Fuck, is that guy over, hey? The question He's mark? He's like the um, the uh, boogie. The boogie? Boogie? What? Boogie man? Jimmy. Jimmy Valiant. Oh, um. Oh, the uh, boogie, boogie man Jimmy Valiant? No. Boogie, boogie woogie man? We've reviewed Boogie like Woogie. six of his that, matches. I think that's actually it. Is that Boogie Woogie? Yeah. I think, I think He's so. over like him. Because he was ridiculously over. Exactly. That's yeah. what the question mark is. But he defeated Trevor Murdoch, which I've actually been very impressed with lately. His work Murdoch? Is, or? Yeah. Murdoch. Oh, yeah. His Murdoch's work has been, been very good. Uh, the question mark, it just blows my mind. Like, that he's... Karate! Yeah. <laughs> and like, like it, 
I'm sure you guys have watched a little bit about WWE. I love WWE. Power. Yeah, power. power. Uh, the vignettes of the question mark <laughs> and like next week it will be answered and he does like all these like goofy little like kicks and stuff and I'm just like what is this? It's so good. It's so goofy <laughs> it works. Yep. So that's that's interesting. Rock and Roll Express retain over the wild cards. That surprised me. I thought for sure it was like here's your moment. You're the nine time champ. There's nine, <laughs> nine time champions. And I thought for sure it'd be Over like nine decades. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought for sure it'd be like kind of like Lex Luger getting the title from Hogan when, uh, and then the next like that following Sunday they dropped it back to him. Like it was like a here's a nice moment. Now let's go back to what we were doing. That's what I thought was going to happen with this, but I guess I was wrong. Nope. Allison K and ODB defeat Marty Bell and Melina. ODB left Impact. The thing with oh, wow, with NWA. Is I'm pretty sure she's done with Impact, but I believe NWA also allows like open contracts. Okay, so that might be the case in regards to that. Aaron Stevens defeats Ricky Starks and Colt Cabana and is now the new national champion. Now, a funny moment with Ricky Starks and I on Twitter. So, I was watching NWA Power where Rock and Roll Express won the championships. I congratulated them. However, oh. instead of taking Ricky Morton. I tagged Ricky Starks. There you go. So was it I, news to him? So I saw my Twitter. It says, Ricky Starks retweets. I'm like, oh, this is exciting. I look. I'm like, he's like, we did it again, Robert. I'm like, damn it. So him and I had a good back and forth. He's like, dude. He's like, that was a good rip. I'm like, uh, I, I'm like I gave you credits. Whatever. Move on. Did you guys see the NWA Power where where um, Aaron Stevens wore a flush colored? Oh, when he was naked wrestling? Yeah, a flush colored tights. <laughs> he and, wears it numerous times. No, he, he wore it. It was hilarious, times. and all he had on was his like teal scarf, so it looked like he was oh, nude wrestling oh, Ricky Starks. It was yeah. so good. It was awesome. Uh, where was I? Uh, Nick Aldis defeated GM Storm in the two or three falls. Who were the refs um, for all three falls? I believe. Oh, geez, you would ask me that question. Oh yeah. The first. You didn't think I'd come play? The first referee, I believe, was Dave Hefner, and the second referee was Tim Storm. Okay. And then the third referee, I believe, was Tim Storm again. Because whoever won the second fall, the referee would carry on to the third. I don't remember. How did, um, um uh, what's his, what's this, Wade Barrett, how did, uh. Oh, Stu Bennett? Yeah, how did he do a comment? sounded amazing. Yeah? Yeah, it was a lot less, um, controversial comments, that's for sure. Oh, you didn't a... want to talk about how no. tough Trevor Murrow no. was? No, well, that's good news, not bad news. <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone got the same what I was going towards. Uh, and then after the match, Marty Skrull appears to confront Nick Aldis. Which, nice. Which is continuity because they've had numerous confrontations in other promotions beforehand. But people are now speculating that does this mean he's full-time with NWA? Or does he have a contract with AEW that allows him to appear other places? So now everyone's like, we know he's most like one AEW because if you watch Beyond the or Being the Elite, they tease it a lot. So I was like, but this is exciting because it feels like they can do like a territorial thing again. Yeah, uh, that's actually what I was gonna. Maybe there's actually a plan in motion where there's maybe going to be an NWA AEW Super Show if you have. I would Maurice definitely Earl love that. And Cody. Or Kenny Omega, or I mean Nick Aldis, something like that. Elite against you know. It could connect because Nick Aldis lost his NWA championship to Cody at All In, I believe it was. Mm. So like they they can connect that again. So that's exciting. 
when, when Marty came out, the best part, and this is why I love NWA, is they don't reference WWE, AW, or anyone else. And if you haven't noticed, there's a Isn't lot that, of... Haven't we given a criticism to WWE for not referencing that? Like, it's kind of interesting that for NWA's case, you're okay with it, but for WWE, like, it's kind of annoying that they don't reference, like, anything that happened outside their walls. Yeah, I, I think NWA is doing it differently because of all the fighting. No, but I'm asking like why. Oh, you're you asking ma- me why you make the distinction. Why? Why are you saying like you like what NWA does when in the past you said you don't like that WWE just pretends that Finn Balor did not exist before before WWE? I don't mind right? them mentioning previous titles. It's it's the shots. Uh, AW and WWE do shots at each other. Like AW had a uh, had a commercial where it said crushing NXT and everything that I don't like. Yeah. I get it. It's marketing. I get it. That's so WCW though. Exactly. It's so funny how AW is so similar yes. to WCW. Yeah. Nowadays. Um, also on the pay-per-view, they announced the next pay-per-view would be January 24th, but they didn't announce a name for it. But they also announced that at that champion or at that uh, pay-per-view event, they'll crown the NWA television champion. Oh, nice. Coming back. And Which they you showed, showed the us title. the picture, yep. Obviously, the side plates will change because the side plates said CBS and something else on the side. So it's an A for another channel for that they were broadcasting. Obviously, that's going to change. Andy. <laughs> I think it'll probably say like YouTube <laughs> and Fight TV on the side or something. Say any still channel. Um, but yes. after okay. after watch, or sorry, after watching, after reading a lot of reviews on Twitter and, and Facebook, it got a very positive review. They did like a lot of uh, had an old school feel to it. The one thing that stood out to me the most when watching highlights is if you watch NWA Power, they don't have music for entrances. They just come walking yeah. out. Yeah. But NWA Into the Fire, they, they have music, and they came up. And NWA Power, they come on the ground level, right? But in the, on the, Into the Fire, they came up like like a lucha underground type entrance where they came up from the stairs and down. Oh, okay. Music and Was it still on the sound stage? Yep. Oh okay. So is I'm very excited for January twenty fourth. It's two days after my birthday. When's the uh, When's the new season of NWA Power? Tuesday. Tomorrow. Okay. Cool. Season two comes tomorrow night. Um, during our discussion before, you had some comments about TLC and the TLC matches. Yes. And how they're very confusing, and I agree. Amongst all well, the universe. Well, my, well, my confusion was with the Roman Reigns Baron Corbin match because they made that a TLC match, if I'm not mistaken. They did. And for what title? Fifty uh, percent off of dog food. Yes, from for the big dog. Save food. Save on foods. Like and that like, it, that's exactly like Ben. Ben's being sarcastic, but it's true. Like like why would you, why would you make a TLC match with n- nothing up there that you have to go grab? It's pinfall like, only. I'm just like, make it a tables match. Make it a chairs match. A pinfall make, TLC. Make it a big show versus whoever stairs match that they had that one time. Oh, that was against Eric Rowan, I believe. Yeah, really the stupid. The TLC S match. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really stupid concept. But at least, like, like, you can't have a ladder in it if you don't have to climb to get something. It makes no sense to me. Well, like, I'm going to climb a ladder and you're going to climb with me and we're going to jump off. Yeah. Of it. Okay. Like, because <laughs> everyone would do that. Yes. You, in the game. It's. <laughs> yeah. I I I feel like like myself as with you guys and most wrestling fans we're willing to suspend our disbelief but don't insult us and that kind of stuff is insulting it's like okay like we're really trying to believe your shit well, and we sat through Bobby Lashley and Lana <laughs> oh and Bruce it got worse you tonight. sat through Bobby okay? Lashley and Lana so we're willing to do things <laughs> for wrestling but now you do a TLC match with with nothing 
fucking dangling from the ceiling? No. No. Uh, and, and to make matters worse, after the match, we watched, uh, well, I watched Roman Reigns get beat down for like minutes on end. And no one came to help him. He's not a good um, locker room leader. Well, and that's the thing. Everyone on SmackDown, on Sunday, everyone, I, can't, I think it's Graves that calls him the locker room leader. I'm like, but no one's ever helping him. No. So we watch him get beat down. Uh, by Somebody revival. tweeted at Mustafa or um, yeah, he was in Chicago. Yeah, he's like, sorry, I was in Chicago, couldn't get there. <laughs> okay. And then uh, the Street Profits were doing a comical uh, segment in the back, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Roman Reigns, Corbin, and a mixture of Raw and SmackDown guys are fighting. Like there was a spot where you see Chad Gable. Uh, Shorty G. I you refuse. Mean? I refuse. Chad Gable fighting uh, with Buddy Murphy, and I'm like, why are you fighting a Raw guy backstage? I am so confused. I will say, I'm not going to go through the match reviews because there's a lot of matches and I didn't write them down. But my favorite match of the night was Alistair Black and uh, Buddy Murphy. I did like how... That the, match was crazy. I did like how they're, they're setting up the black mask like... Um, like the RKO? Yeah. Which is out of nowhere. And, and, but it finishes them. Yep. Like it's a protective finisher. If you, if you get hit with it, you're done. That's it. You're done. And that's good. They're, uh, they, need, they, they need to... That is something from, I miss protective from early 90s and 80s wrestling that they need to bring back is the protective finisher. You know, uh, Jericho's um, Judas Kiss. Is that what Judas they call it? Judas Effect. I don't is know it? what's with you and this kiss thing. I think, well, I think it should be named the Judas Kiss. <laughs> Apparently. Okay, so Chris Jericho, please change the name of the move to benefit myself. Uh, but every time he hits that... It's done. It's done, you know. so It's just, you know... It's like when Petey Williams debuted the Canadian Destroyer. It was a huge move. Now you see that three or four times a match. And it's like... Yeah, oh. it's, not as, it's not as impressive It's anymore. now the suplex now. Yeah, or the super kick. Yeah. Um, the New Day and the Revival ladder match was brutal. There was a couple of botches where I thought Big E was definitely going to be hurt. Um, the, the worst match, though, was the main event. Uh, Kyrie Sane... Um, how do I say this? Because it's not confirmed yet. It's clear she got injured. We, we don't know the extent of it, but she was not doing well. It's a pretty popular conversation on Twitter because wrestling fans like to pose blame on people. Packing Charlotte saying that she injured her, and I'm just like, we don't know. And even if we did know, it's not between us to decide. Yeah. It's between the workers and the and, and the crew backstage. Like, yep, that's it. All I want to say is if Kyrie Sane has suffered the presumably concussion that she most likely has, I just want to say, get you know, get well. Yep. Because Take care of yourself. That's all that matters. Um, but that's all I got. Unless, Ben, you have anything else that you saw that caught your eye over the week that you want to talk uh, well, about? Well, I was actually just thinking about um, NWE having their pay-per-view in January, you said? January 24th. What's this going to do for Wrestle Kingdom? Because that's going to water down Wrestle Kingdom. Because for the past couple of years, they had some really, really big cards. Mainly with like Jericho and Omega, finally. Jericho's now, going back. He is. But with... AEW, NWA, and Ring of Honor, and everything like is that going to water down Wrestle Kingdom? Wrestle Kingdom Maybe. is two days, so Maybe. I think Wrestle Kingdom will probably water down everyone else. But, just, I, but the last couple I would years, bet, it's been big. I would I would bet that a lot of those guys that would be in line to go to Wrestle Kingdom probably have it in their contracts that they can go. Like they're they're allowed to. Yeah, John Moxley's Cody. going back. <laughs> yeah, John Moxley going is going back to face uh, Lance Hoyt. Yep, at, uh, at Wrestle Kingdom. Yep. At Wrestle Kingdom for the United oh, States. Oh, so they're at Jericho's facing. Um, is it Okada? No, Okada's facing. No, Ibushi. no, he's facing uh, Tanahashi. That's it. Yeah, that's gonna be a good match too. I I want to watch Wrestle yeah. Kingdom, and I love how it's two days. I love that. 
Yes. Uh, like, WWE, figure you. it out with WrestleMania, please. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you I, can I, definitely I do it. I haven't kept tabs with Wrestle Kingdom or anything like that, but the it's card just one of those is... things where I just thought about, now you have these other promotions that are up and running. I don't know if the guys that are on those rosters are exclusive to just those yeah. brands and weren't and wouldn't be able to go to Wrestle Kingdom, therefore kind of watering it down, not making it as big an event as it has been in a couple of years. It's all Breathe. <gasps> I was gonna breathe for you, but yeah. Uh, do you have anything else you have to right this week? You want to talk I about? I don't. I don't. So, so our our new episode of the new year. Do we do we oh. talk, do our top three porn so, stars? Like, no. Did uh, all this research? I you, want ten, oh, top ten. <laughs> don't top ten. You had fun with that research, nonetheless. <laughs> you had fun with it. Yeah, that's true. I, I will announce a body slam on January. Whatever we come back because we're taking a. A vacation. Yes, we'll be taking a Christmas and New Year's break to Which just we do recharge. Every year. Yeah, just to recharge the batteries. So get away from WCW for a little bit. When we do come back, we'll be talking about our uh, best of the decade. Yes, because it's 2020, and I I initially wanted to do it on this episode, but I arrogantly forgot you guys have lives. And I forgot. Yeah, that's a dude. lot of history to go through. Cause yeah, it's <laughs> a, de- a decade. Well, then I started thinking of things that happened in a decade. Nexus debuted. I was like, "Oh my god!" CM Punk, John Cena, Money in the Bank. Yep. That was this decade. Like, and that Shield be- that feels like that was like twenty years ago to me. Yep. To be quite honest, and I'm like, <laughs> that happened this decade. What? And there's a lot AJ of stuff that happened. Styles finally debuting. Yeah, I remember that moment because we scared Jesse's son Spencer, who you were holding. Yes. And we all yelled and he screamed out of fear. Yes, but now he's like the biggest AJ Styles yep. fan out there. So it was ingrained oh, for that day. Yeah, so that's going to be our next Body Slam saying, which I think is going to go very well because I'm very interested to hear you guys' uh, Aces and thoughts. eights. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, that was a great group. Was Made Event Mafia in this decade? I think so. No, yeah. I think yes, that was, was that 2000? Yeah, yes, Okay. <laughs> At least the tail oh, end or the, the beginning of it. We have Okada and Kenny Omega. Yeah, I heard that that match was like fifty thousand stars. Fifty thousand out of five. Yeah, in the Tokyo Dome. It's pretty good. good. (laughs) But that's all I got for this week, and yeah, in three weeks from now, I guess. It's now time for your beneficial facts. WCW Great American Bash 1996 took place on June 16, 1996 at the Baltimore Arena in Baltimore, Maryland in front of 9,000 fans. Commentary is done by Tony Schiavone, Bobby the Brain Heenan, and the American Dream Dusty Rhodes, and Mike Tenay. Bobby the Brain didn't do any commentary. Didn't he? No. Was it just Mike Tenay? Yeah, Mike Tenay showed up for the one match. And it, oh, was it just Shiv on it? Yeah, because oh, okay. the brain was the coach. That's right. That's right. My yeah. mistake. So yeah. that's a beneficial false ah. right there for Bobby the Brain Heenan. So this, let's, this is why we need to break people. We're just going to. This is why we need, we need to recharge our batteries. You hear that sound? That's me crossing out Bobby Heenan, Mike Tenay. All right. There we go. Kevin Nash. And Scott Hall officially make their WCW pay-per-view debut coming out and beating the shit out of Eric Bischoff. I hear they're going to be a big deal. Well, I think so. Do, 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 world order. Um, Kevin Green would make his pro wrestling debut at this event and would have other short stints with the company in years to come. 
Rey Mysterio Jr. would also make his WCW debut in the Cruiserweight title match against Dean Malenko. Mm-mm. Macho Man Randy Savage would be announced as reinstated in WCW following the Sting match with Steven Regal. Don't know why he was suspended or had to be reinstated in the first place. I'm assuming it had to do something with... You're assuming. Already got a red flag there. Yes, but I'm just saying like <laughs> the flair... Uh, like Miss Elizabeth thing. I'm assuming it had to do something with that whole storyline. Can we talk about how beautiful Miss Elizabeth is? She's like, very beautiful. Holy She's cow. Very beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so, sorry. That's a fact beautiful. though, right? That so is it's, fact. It's That's relevant. Fact. It's relevant. It is yeah. relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Beneficially relevant. Yeah. Love it. Um, three main event slash dark matches would occur. <laughs> still, still, like, main event dark matches. Like, what the Fuck, man. Come on. <laughs> Rocco Rock defeated Jerry Seggs in a minute 46 seconds. Thank God we missed that. Uh, VK Wall Street defeated Jim Powers in three minutes and seven seconds, probably by a back bump. Or he missing <laughs> his the, first kick. Kick to the face and then back bumped. Um, Jim Duggan defeated Disco Inferno in two minutes and nine seconds. You know, I almost would have preferred that I would have paid match. to see that. I would have preferred that match because at least Disco would have been entertaining. You were you like Disco for a He's bit. entertaining. Ben he's, likes Ben likes wrestlers who he's, dance. He's fun. There's something he's fun. There's something, Big like Dick Johnson is probably your like yeah, yeah. Hall of Fame inductee. <laughs> yeah. Like Alex Wright, you like him because he does that stupid fucking Man, dance. You love the dance. I can't wait. <laughs> you love the I dance. can't wait till we start reviewing Boogie Nights. Yes, <laughs> twos. Everywhere. <laughs> With Queewee as their manager. Um, Great American Bash did a 0.48 buy rate equivalent to 170,000 buys. Wait. What? Michael Buffer told me that there's millions around the world watching this pay-per-view. And you're saying there's only 170,000? Yep. Are you so that- saying Michael Buffer lied to me? Yes. Oh, okay. Just wanted to know. Fact. <laughs> yeah, he's full of shit. That hurts. That hurts. Yep. He's it's, but it's part of his. It's part of his script. It just just cuts me deep. Lies everywhere. Lies everywhere. <laughs> okay, go on. Um, El Gato was played by yeah. Pat Tanaka. Tanaka was, as we know, was one half of the tag team of the Orient Express in the late eighties and Thank early nineties. That was stressing me out, but I didn't want to research it. I okay. wanted to wait and see if you'd let me know, yeah. and you did. I appreciate you. And I believe that the name El Gato uh, translates to the cat. Yeah, they said that in the match. Oh, right. So that's how much I was paying attention in that match. Yeah. I hope it was Dusty Rose that told you. <laughs> El, El Gato, Gato. I tell you what, El Gato, the cat, if you will. Um, and these yeah. have been your beneficial yes. facts. My Dusty Rose impression is not a beneficial fact. <laughs> you ready? Our first match of the evening <laughs> that, we, that uh, we've already botched. That we already botched. Um, is Fire and Ice. Oh, fuck. Sponsored by Durex. Yeah. (laughs) It's not the worst name for a tag team. Facing the Steiners. And the Steiners win by pinfall at 10 minutes and 29 seconds. Dave. And this match is ribbed for your pleasure. Mm. (laughs) Um, But you won't let me list my top three points. This is ridiculous. You can't do a top three. Wait, is it your top three or the top three you want on top? Is Fire and Ice? Oh! Is Fire and Ice an ointment? No, it's a it's a brand of condoms from Durex. Well, there well there's cold there's dry, cold or that you know that uh, that cold icy hot icy hot. Thing. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Bread. Okay, that's what they should name them. Icy, icy hot. hot. Icy hot. <laughs> so icy hot. I mean, if you spell ice 
and then say hot. It's it can work. I C E hot. Ooh. I don't know why I went there. I, I see went hot. There. there you go. Yeah. Fuck man, we should make T-shirts like now. Please I, buy. I just want to see icy. I'm hot. on it. <laughs> I want to see icy hot versus Wahoo Dick. Oh god. Can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine the commentary of that match? It's oh, like the Beaver we, versus the Gamecocks. If we were doing it. Hot it, tag by Wahoo Dick. <laughs> what a tag. Oh god. Um, okay, so this is the match of power and brawling, and I was and I was, was enjoying it? it. I was enjoying it. It was. Uh, there were some bumps that were very dangerous. <sighs> really? Very dangerous that made me lose some points. I'm like, Mm-mm. Scott Norton was basically the one that took all the bad uh, bumps. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like they knew like he can handle it. They just threw each other around. Yep. Especially the two Scots. Scott Steiner Scott Norton. They would just pick up guys and throw them. Like, you don't need to post. I'm just going to throw you. Every okay. match that we see Scott and Rick do, Rick always does this. It looks to be a back body drop. And then he turns it into a power slam, and he turns it into a toss. And the commentators are like, we don't know what to call that. <laughs> he basically throws you up in the air, catches you, and throws you again. That's right. No matter how big you are, he just does it. Dusty um, was just going, it's a tipsy toe! It's funny, because I, I wrote beautiful suplexes by all. And then, like, two seconds later, I'm like, oh, that was a bad suplex. <laughs> right on Nor- Norton's head. However, I, ga- um, I gave the match... Oh, my God, I didn't do my letters. I gave the match a C... And the reason why is the finish was a cluster I and didn't look good. However, the match had some timing issues, but it was great physicality. Ben? Okay. As the match started, with all the matches that we've seen the Steiners in, we've seen either potatoes, not just potatoes, but like giant-sized potatoes, and suplexes and Frankensteiners is not executed properly. I'm sitting there at the beginning of the match going, okay, I'm actually guessing to myself, I'm going to bet the first botch that's just going to make this match go downhill. Because I'm just looking at all four. I'm like, I got Norton ice, uh, ice truck. Got the stars. I'm like, okay. I think you're right. ice train. I think you're easy. Do you mean uh, ice, like train? ice truck? Yeah. Oh, okay. Ice truck? Okay. okay. Oh, that was that was purposeful. Yeah. Oh, okay. Purpose. I thought purpose. for real, like yeah. you didn't okay. know his name. You're like, nice. <laughs> call like, him Stephen Ray. I call him ice truck. <laughs> it's, I have one letter. Stephen Ray. I trained. I trained. I, I changed. Trained <laughs> you trained truck. ice truck. <laughs> yeah. So I'm guessing, I'm going to say the first botch is going to be like a belly to belly throw by Scott Steiner. And lo and behold, <laughs> you jinxed it. Yeah, thanks. Man. Twenty plus. No, years I can guess the botches that are going to be happening in Steiner Brothers matches. No, I think you, you jinxed it. Um, okay, I really don't see how there must be a winner as a stipulation. They did mention before that they they had had matches on Nitro for the previous like four weeks. Yeah, but a stipulation brawls. is if the Steiners win, then. Um, there must be a winner. Then the uh, icy hot has to walk their dogs for a month or something like that. Like mm-hmm. that's a stipulation. Mm-hmm. There must be a winner. I, I don't see how that's a stipulation. Fair enough. Isn't that just a match result? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Like, you can know? you imagine the match was still going on because no one won? <laughs> <laughs> they both start. Be a winner. Restart. <laughs> and they both and they both come into when. Uh, um, Curtis Axel's and like, hey guys, I'm still in the Royal Rumble. I have fancy <laughs> seeing you guys here. Um, the match 
pace started slow, but in a good way. Like, everyone took their time and was pretty careful with each other at the beginning. Then the suplexes started, and, well, you can pretty much say the match, the match went to hell from there. Uh, Norton landed on his face from a botched suplex, like I mentioned, and the cherry on top of the Sunday was watching both Scott Steiner and Scott Norton work through the worst ever Frankensteiner ever in life. I'm sitting there going, what the yeah, fuck Yeah, it was almost like watching? Scott Norton didn't want to take it or didn't know how to take it. And, which is understandable, and then and then Steiner take a like, lot of them in Japan. Yeah, and Steiner's like, "Fuck it, I'm going for it." And he's like, oh, "Okay, we're doing I this, but I can't execute this." Yeah, let's just do it. Yeah, it's yeah, sixty six to two chances, <laughs> third chances of executing it. Like, <laughs> Scott Hart's like, "All right, that doesn't sound like math, but let's do it." It's probably and that's like, why. Um, okay, <laughs> and that was the finish, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and that's why I said it looked clusterfucked because. While that happened, well, Steiner that besmirches the good name of Cluster. Steiner went for a pinfall on Ice Train. Yeah, yeah. Underneath the ropes, I'm like, yeah, that's not well, gonna work. But last year we, we we saw that that could work because DDP and Ming got the victory, or DDP got the victory. But also in the match too, I'm going. I really hope they don't try and execute a Frankensteiner. But so when they you went jinxed for like, it again, when they went for the bulldog spot and executed that, I'm like, okay, cool. You know what? That should have that, been. That should have been the finish. That should have been the finish. You know, Ice Train took that finish, right? Yes. I, yeah. I don't know who Ice Train is. Oh, Ice Truck. There it is. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and <laughs> so when they did that, I'm like, okay, wait, wait, that was good. that an Eeyore impression? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So when they executed the bulldog, I went, okay, you know what? That looked all right. But then, yeah, I'm like, oh, God, he's going to execute a Frankenstein. Oh, fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck. So, yeah, tough to watch. Cringeworthy for sure in a lot of matches. And, yeah, just the timing after the first five minutes just, just stopped happening. And I gave the match a D. Cause, after all that? Yeah, after all that. <laughs> Are you saying you wouldn't have given it a better mark? Nope. <laughs> I gave the match a C uh, just because I was entertained by how stiff those guys were with each other. They were just beating the shit out of each other. And I was also surprised by Ice Truck could take like a like a like um, an arm drag and stuff. Like, how long has he been That's in the company? Much that you're no, no, but like, like a year ago, he was the absolute shits. And now, like, yeah, now you learned an arm drag in a year. Listen, we rail on Luger <laughs> for less, right? Like, I'm just we saying, rail on Duggan for less. Yeah, like you, you know, like there, there were some steps made by him, so I got to give him props for that. So yeah, I gave it a C. Our next match is El Gato, <laughs> the cat, facing Conan for the U.S. title. Conan. El Conan. El Conan, uh, which means the Conan. <laughs> He's the jam going in. Did you guys sing Mr. Roboto's song when you heard Mr. Elgato? Was that just me? That was just you. Oh. Uh, and Conan wins by pinfall at six minutes and three seconds. El Conan. <laughs> ben, what are your thoughts oh, shit. on El Conan? Um, fairly <laughs> thick pool of talent in WCW at this point, and El Gato is the number one contender for the U.S. title. Yep. So first red flag. Um, okay, there was some good chain wrestling and technical wrestling, which was nice to see. Um, 
About halfway through the match, though, timing-wise and transition got really glitchy. Mainly the outside sunset flip spot to the outside. Yeah, it wasn't... Uh, that, that didn't transition well. I thought it was a little uh, choppy there. I like the spot with uh, Conan uh, pulling on uh, Gato's mask to uh, take him down. He's in the corner. He just grabbed the mask and just yanked him down, like almost like horse collared him. I'm like, yeah, hey, that's actually a smart move. I like that. Isn't he a face? Yep. Okay. You're trying to win a match, Dave. And AEW told us that faces don't apply anymore. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but not, not a U.S. title caliber match. And uh, I, I gave the match a D again. I just... His reign has not been good. No, like... I said this in a couple episodes ago. Like, Conan. Huge name. Big player in the history of wrestling. But not feeling him in WCW. Not feeling him. I'd agree with that. I'm not... I'm not I haven't been impressed by... Yet. Him. Yeah. Like, I, I want to be. I want to be. Like, I want him to shine. He just has to find that internal filthy animal of his. He really does. Yeah, and then he'll shine. Dave, he needs to get bowdy, bowdy, and rowdy, rowdy. <laughs> um, I love the spot where Conan was in the second turnbuckle, and he hit the the roll through clothesline. I thought that was really pretty. And then uh, he did it again on the ground. I've always loved that spot though. He, when there's a roll through, clips up, hits you with the clothesline. Like it's so fast. Mm. You have to do that. Uh, the sunset flip powerbomb to the outside is our first time ever seeing it, and now we know why. Yeah, and they they uh, they lost their minds on commentary. They're like, "What? Yeah, oh, just wait till RVD Jerry land." Yeah. It's just like it was such a like it was a spot we've never seen before. Yeah. So I, I'm like, you know what? It wasn't executed as well as it is nowadays, but at the time it it was impressive. Yeah. Considering. We've never seen it before. Open the doors. Um, I gave the match a C. There were some timing issues, as Ben mentioned. There was also a couple boring chants. However, I thought it was a decent match. Uh, I gave the match a D. Um, there was. Oh, I, that, I thought it was not meant to be a brotherhood right now. I thought it was. A, I thought it was just meant. There was a couple good spots, like the the rolling clothesline and all that stuff, but. Then they would transition back to like like just being out of sync with each other again. Yeah. And it was just like, it kept on taking me out of the match. Yes. The, finish, the finish was, Conan hit an Alabama slam out of the corner, and then Jack and I pinned them to win. Like, Alabama slam looked brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just thought it was meh. I'm just not impressed with Conan's reign as the U.S. champion. I'm not impressed with them picking number one contenders for titles. And if you uh, listen to the commentary, they push them... More as a pop icon, yes, than into a U.S. champion. Yes. Oh, uh, one, one thing I'd like to mention: uh, Conan is the Mexican and U.S. champion, two thirds of North America. Oh, look at you go! Um, yeah, I wasn't overly impressed with that. Actually, Conan gets my tool tonight. Oh, spoiler alert! Yeah, spoiler alert, because I just, I'm just not feeling it with him, man. Not feeling it. Not feeling. Our next match is the Lord of the Ring match, which is not for Mordor. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Which I thought it was for Mordor, but it's not, uh, and it didn't involve uh, Samwise Gamgee and Frodo Baggins, so that was disappointing. Instead, we got Diamond Dallas Page facing Marcus Alexander Bagwell, who they called Buff Bagwell a couple times on commentary, but his. Like, he doesn't have the stuff yet. He doesn't have the stuff he's yet. He's not the stuff. He's, he's just not he, good enough. Yeah, he's just Marcus Bagwell. Like, he's not enough. In, yeah, weird. 
Um, DDP retains the Lord of the Ring by pinfall at 9 minutes and 39 seconds. Dave, what were your thoughts on the Lord of the Ring oh, match? I got lots of thoughts. <sighs> okay, so it looked like Bagel was going for a hot shot on the top rope, but DDP said, I'm going to go for a snapmare cell. Do you guys see that spot? Yeah. Yes. And Bagel was like, <laughs> what the hell just happened? It, it, that's um, hard when, when, like, he's just a rookie, yeah, you know? For, still. <laughs> for five years in a row. <laughs> and rookie of the year. What was his pants? Were they, were his pants tied at the bottom? I have no clue. Because they were, like, ankle tight. I'm like, what Look are those? Fucking weird. What are those? Like, I was like, what the hell's going on? I'm um, sure he wears it as a uh, gigolo today. <laughs> so. uh, interesting abdominal suplex slam by DDP. Did you yeah. guys see that spot? Was it? It was like a set of her abdominal stretch. I'm like, okay, that's wrong. And he's suplex slamming. I'm like, that's again wrong. And then they went to the actual abdominal stretch. I'm like, that's right. <laughs> like, why couldn't you do that the first time? But they kind of went A D C B, not A B C D. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, you don't tell them how to alphabet. This, they'll alphabet themselves. This match felt like nine minutes. Y- yeah, wasn't it nine, nine minutes? minutes? Like uh, it, nine minutes it actually and felt seconds. it. I was like, this is long. So is, nine, is 39 seconds too long? Very. Okay. Yeah, it's 39 right. seconds too long. What the fuck was with DDP's cell of the atomic drops? Which one? Okay. All, all, both, both of them. Both of them. Yes, tell me. Tell Just, me. When you get hit in the groin or if you fall on your tailbone and bruise it, do you feel like getting up and jumping up and down? According, no. According to DDP, you do. DDP got my tool tonight for that. Oh, that's fair. Spoilers! <laughs> God, 111 You're episodes. jumping up and down by getting your nuts crunched. Tool of the night. Well, he hit a nerve. And spasm. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of nerves that and hit, get spasmed hit there. Up. <laughs> <laughs> and he spasmed up. It wasn't a jump that bothered me. It was the jiggling afterwards. Oh. And he was like... <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm like, why are you jiggling? You're like, not going to want to shake down there either after it's gotten crunched. Oh, man. I think being that we saw these spots with him, that they didn't, he didn't take this match seriously. Yeah. Because he's never done that before. Because he's like, I'm fighting for the Lord of the Rings. This is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever done. <laughs> I thought we nullified the entire thing no, from the last a, episode. It's a That's thing. what you told us. Well... They That's, hurt my feelings. They reversed your beneficial theft. Like, I didn't even know that was possible. I thought those were ironclad. Well, he, yeah. they, well, didn't he win, like, a number one contendership, though? Yeah. Did he ever get they, it? No, they took it away from him. But okay, they, but, but, he, they, kept the but he kept the ring. Yeah, well. Yeah. Okay. So he still won. Okay, so, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. The fact we had to go through that much of a discussion for this fucking match showed you this match was... Oh, Would I need my score? score. Yes. I gave it a C. Um, even though really? it, it, okay. it was it was good for what it was, there was some good back and forth in the match. Um, but yeah, the I'm gonna call it the the like uh, landed salmon selling that he was doing was very weird, and I think it's because he was taking the match seriously. Ben, execution of moves was not the strong point of this match. Uh, DDP back bumps a shoulder to the gut. Um, okay. Jim, oh, pa- that was Jim from, Powers is that was, in the company, so maybe he talked to him backstage yeah, yeah, before the match. So you're talking about the Jim spot pulled, where... Jim pulled him aside he got, as he's going out, and he's like, I got a spot yeah. for you. It looked like they were trying to go for like the shoulder tackle yeah. into a sunset flip, but yeah. it didn't happen. But he backbumped. <laughs> I was like, what? what? 
Okay. He's I got, still I got feeling the effects. I did this in Survivor Series once. <laughs> Companies love it. He's still he feeling the effects of the atomic drop, guys. Yeah. The whittling. Uh, DDP. Shucking <laughs> and jiving. DDP has trouble running the ropes in yes. spots in this. Yeah. I, it, I'm just watching him going, dude, run the ropes. Like, this is, this is even before he gets his balls crunched. Or his tailbone bruised. I don't know. One of Both. the two. Both, Both of them happen. Sure. So powerful. It's a double, double whammy. Bagwell and DDP just have no chemistry at all in this, I didn't feel. And feels like at least 90% of the match felt botched in some form or fashion. Yep. Like, uh, Bagwell got hit over, like, over top of the, like, clotheslined over the ropes. It looked like he botched that. And I'm going, okay. He's still a rookie. <laughs> And I said, I'm mentioning again, when you hurt your tailbone or balls, you don't jump up and down. That's the last thing you want to do. In cartoons, you do. <laughs> Anytime you get crunched down there, you fall to the ground in a fetal position. You're like, oh. But now, now we know, will. now we know that if we do it, if that happens again to us, we know there's an alternative reaction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we'll have to try and see how it works. That'd be hilarious. That. You get hit in the balls and you're like, woo. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> um, Self high five. The diamond cutter is getting over though. Yep. Like the crowd's really starting to pop for him. Actually, they're getting behind him too. Even in mm-hmm. his uh, his heelness that he is in of the Lord of the Rings, and <laughs> one does not just simply walk into Mordor, you know, or walk one out. One doesn't Mordor. simply walk in. Shit's got to go down, man. Gonna self high five himself into mortar. I don't know. Yep. Um, are you gonna give us your score? Oh yes, I sure, yeah. I sure will. I gave it a D. That's a blockbuster. I could have, I could have guessed, but I just wanted to that. <laughs> uh, I also gave this match a D. Uh, the diamond cutter was nice. The, that was the finish, but other than that, the the atomic drop cells <laughs> were the goofiest shit ever. The hot shop snap. The fucking the, yeah, that, and then the the bump when there wasn't supposed to be a bump and then buff bagel can't go over the top rope properly and i'm just like what the fuck and it was all for the lord of the ring and i didn't understand i did not understand one ring to rule them all one ring one ring to find them one ring to guide them i think that's no it's one ring to rule them all one ring to find them. find them Bind them, not guide them. Bind One them. ring to bring them all in in the darkness. Bind them. There we go. We've got a Lord of the Ring fan if here. If you guys were arguing, I couldn't be the rule breaker or the deal breaker. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You didn't watch Lord of the Rings? I have, but I don't remember that saying at all. It's the, the main fucking saying. I, like, I and I was wrong, but it is the main that's, fucking saying. That's the writing on the ring. Yeah. Oh, you uh, botched it. Dave botched it. And this... Our next match is Welcome. The, <laughs> our next match is for the cruiserweight title. We got the debuting Rey Mysterio Jr. facing Dean Malenko. Malenko was the champ going in, and he retains by pinfall at 17 minutes Ooh. and 50 seconds. Ben, what were your thoughts? Oh, I get this one. For the love of God, watch this match to our to our listeners. If yes. you haven't already, watch yes. this match. Yes. Um, I mean, for especially for you historians that want to watch like the debut of Rey Mysterio, like pretty much the greatest luchador of all time. I think that's actually safe to say now, eh? Probably the greatest luchador ever. I can't believe like you're taking out like, uh, what was it, Lodi? What was, what was his name? Did you just say Lodi? Uh, did I say that one? Remember who Lodi is, right? He's one of Raven's Lodi and Lock. Okay, no, I'm thinking of the guy that, that sucked the Lodi. Lodi wasn't exactly was a luchador. What's his name? 
Oh, you talking about Loney? Yeah. 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 yeah the, the original Joy Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. That's the greatest cruiserweight ever. You suck a lollipop. Yeah. In, in WCW's Dark Days. Yeah. <laughs> Ben's like, I'm so just going to ignore that. So, back to my notes that are Relevance. more sensible than Dave right now. Um, <laughs> I corrected Jesse's fuck up. I'm I'm more sensible than Jesse. You're more you sensible than me. You need to be responsible for the things that come out of your mouth because he didn't say what you just said. <laughs> I, so, I should be more responsible for what goes in his mouth too then. Oh, well, well, can we not talk about what <laughs> we can't presume what he was Stand going up. to say. <laughs> Stand um, up, boy. <laughs> I could I could write down over a thousand notes for the man of a thousand holes, but I couldn't keep up writing uh, those notes. Uh-huh. I'll save it for Jericho's a thousand and four holes. There you go. Uh, phenomenal oh, match all around. Like uh, these two have like ten out of ten chemistry together. Um, one thing that really stood out is there's this move where Dean Malenko kind of does like a a roll on the ground, kind of does like a like a turn on the rope, and then like just kick and pushes Ray's arm. Yes. Oh, the, the arm snap. Yeah, spot. I was, was just like, oh, that was... It was gorgeous. Fucking awesome. And then that pretty notes. much set up the whole psychology for the rest of the match with Ray selling the arm and everything like that. Um, I mean, if you had never seen Ray Mysterio, you watch him in this match, you're just like, holy fuck. You forget how... Like, because you see him now, and obviously he's older, so he's slowed down, but you forget how fucking fast he was. Oh, yeah. He's and how much smaller but, he used to be, and but it, it's it's a controlled speed, yeah. Where it's not just like okay, let's get 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 get, get all the spots and then whatever. Like there's still psychology, which we saw in that one ECW match. Yep. But like you just like you watch him, you're just like, oh my fucking god, this guy's so good. And every time he took um, a bump on the mat, he like bounced up. Yes. Every time. I I just thought it was cool too. It bounced uh, up and down like a ball. Um. Yeah, like I, that's the problem with these matches. They're so good you can't write anything, but you want to go into so much detail about everything that you see in the match. All I gotta say is watch the match. This is the best match on the card. Um, possibly one of the best matches of 1996, if I'm not mistaken. It's probably in gotta be in at least the top five. I would think. top five. There, there's some kind of like match that's for Iron Men or something. Yeah. That was earlier in the year. This was pretty good. Oh, we're in the same year. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Seems like it was so long ago. Yeah, and it had, yeah. Wow. I said top five. I didn't say it was number one. Wait, did I just say it was number one? No, you didn't. Okay, no. <laughs> one of the best matches. As a person who's seen your list, I'm like... Okay, you can't get mad at me for forgetting stuff sometimes. I sure can. I just did. Uh, pissed off. <laughs> What? what just happened? What? I just proved you. I can't get mad at you. Okay. What did you, what did you score this match, Ben? Ben's very confused. He's not um, I gave the match an A. I gave it a 1. Dave. Okay, so beautiful catapult spot to the outside by Malenko to Mysterio. I've always loved the catapult, and they just did it so well. The, the arm snap spot. The best part of it was the sound. Yes. Like, it literally sounded like he broke his arm. I'm like, okay, that was beautiful. The way he kind of, it looked like Dimanco kind of, like, gave up, like, a little side Yeah, but you didn't see side. it either. And I always liked about, about the old school wrestling was there was less fucking leg slaps on kicks and everything. Like, nowadays, you see it all the time. Like, oh, leg slap. Watch Dimanco. He doesn't do them at all. 
Except so, yeah, for, leg slap. It's a headlock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need a, head, a, a leg slap. Um, my, Why did you hit your leg? <laughs> headlock. Sorry about it. There's a mosquito. <laughs> um, leg I slap. Also, snap bear. I also like the spot where Malenko had Mysterio on a powerbomb setup, and Mysterio did a backflip out of it, and then Malenko smoked with a clothesline. Yeah. So nice. Everything they did in this match led towards the finish. It's almost like they know how to fucking wrestle. Almost. And tell a story. I think they were lucky. Um, nice hammerlock, Northern Lights suplex by Malenko. Yeah. Uh, there were boring chants, and I don't know why. Oh, because wrestling fans at this time want fast-paced, hardcore wrestling. In, in this day and age, that, that's what they want on ECW. You know, you, you, so know, like, you know what was ridiculous about that? They're chanting boring, They're not because they're not understanding what's going on. No. But in the main event of Luger Giant, <laughs> they were losing their goddamn minds, and I'm just like... Nothing's happening. But it plays into what Bischoff had said in many interviews, where he's like, he's like, I never wanted to push the cruiserweights because they, I didn't view them as main event players. And part of the reason is when you look at the, like, he's watching the fans and how they're reacting to these guys. You see this match that's a clinic, and people are chanting, this is boring. You see Luger versus Giant, not a clinic, and people are losing their goddamn minds. And to Bischoff, Bischoff's like, well, obviously I have to push more of those guys than these guys. So, in a roundabout way, it's the fans' fault that guys like Jericho and Mysterio, like, hit that glass ceiling in WCW. It makes sense, because... Yep. I'm sure, I'm like, this is... Elgato. El Codan. The Codan. Juventud Galera. The The Juice. The Juice. Um, I gave the match an A. Uh, A prime example of pro wrestling... Contrary to the stupid fans chanting boring. Why? Like, you're actually but seeing a wrestling match of story. The Baltimore yeah. fans are an honorable like, mention uh, for Tool of the Night. Fantastic match. Uh, did you guys like the, uh, out of the Mexican surfboard, Malenko slid it into a German? Yep. Yes. That was cool. And what, what was, what I found even more cool was that the ref didn't expect it. Like, usually the ref is, like, generally in, in the place he needs to be to make a count. And he's watching, like, for the submission, <laughs> and then it slid, and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and then, like, he slid around, and he's like, okay, what, I don't even, okay, okay, you kicked out, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and you knew these guys were so good that the ref can't predict what they're doing. Oh, we also give a shout-out to Tony Schiavone, because he was doing commentary in this match, and he gave a history of where the Romero stretch came from. I like that. Well, there you go. I like when commentators you know mean, the history. Mike Tanay, you mean? Yeah, I think it was What did like- I say? You said your body. I think it was Tanay. I totally said Tanay. You totally no, you did not. <laughs> you totally did not. Yeah, Mike Tanay, he gave a history lesson. I'm like, thank you, a commentator that actually knows the history of the moves. It's uh, refreshing to hear. I really like Mr. What a maneuver! <laughs> what a maneuver! Uh, the word maneuver was generated back <laughs> in the 16th century. <laughs> uh, I like Mysterio's reversal out of the tilt to whirl. Oh, that spot was a that thing was, of beauty. That was very nice. Uh, the finish was Ray went for her Karana and then Malenko hits, reverses it with a powerball that just looked like mm. Ray died. And then he put his feet on the second rope. Uh, he didn't need to, to do that. He didn't need to. <laughs> Ray was dead. And, and Malenko retained. Great match. Very enjoyable. I oh. gave this match an A. The reason I think he did the feet on the ropes is uh, like Malenko's a savvy guy too. Always has been. Yeah. They were chanting, or they were cheering for Malenko a lot. Yeah, so keep keep himself. You as gotta the keep heel. yourself as heel here. Yeah, good point. Our next match is a super grudge match between 
former Dungeon of Doom member John Tenta. Because he lost his name. That's what happens. And Big Bubba, who knows something about losing his name, because that happened to him. This this is the big boss quake. Oh my god. <laughs> Tenta wins by pinfall at five minutes and twenty four seconds. Earth man. Probably five minutes too long. Dave, what were your <laughs> thoughts on this one? I have zero interest in this match at all, but you guys have forcefully forced me to watch this, so I had to watch it. Uh, boring chance in Malenko and Mysterio, but no boring chance here. And they weren't was chanting happening. anything here. Nothing was happening. There was. When you have no chance. Dead. That means zero people care. Uh, yeah. It just. I don't know. Like this match was missing a lot of things. It just had like no what? no emotion to Intensity. it. Intensity. No, had nothing wrestling? to it. Uh, what you don't respect? You don't expect wrestling from those two. But if it's a grudge match, have some fucking intensity. And there was none. There was none. Like so use baseball bats or something. You know. I I gave the match an F. I had no interest in the match before, during, and I'm glad it was over. Ben. Well, after that cruiserweight classic, this is how you slow it down, buddy. Got to slow down the pace. <laughs> this is how you want to follow such greatness. That's right. Just with a great big piece of crap. It makes sense in booking the show, though. Because how do you... Like, you go from that and bad. then... But... It was so bad. But in the way to, like, so like play with the fans' emotions... Because you can't go from, from that Cruiserweight match to the False Count Anywhere match. Because that was good, too. And that was exciting. Like, you're going to burn out your fans before the main event if you don't have... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. We have to have them having... The hey, Luger energy needs help for for Luger Rah! and the Giant. <laughs> What's worse was after the match with the terrible bump between Jimmy Hart and Bubba. Yeah, like, what the bloody hell? Also, the horrific cutting of the beard. Yeah, you like, got him. You cut hell my hair. Is this I'll shit. cut your beard. I'm cutting your beard into a cul-de-sac like on, on the top of my head. I, like, uh, That's how true rivalry is. I prefer shark. <laughs> I prefer anything, to be quite the honest. Big, I, the big avalanche boss. I don't fucking know. I gave it a zero. It's an F. It's an F! Who's Tentanonas in the, in the oddities? Golga. I prefer that. I prefer Golga. I did too. Than Tenta. Jesus Christ. Um, you know what the worst part of a grudge match is? When nobody gives a shit. And I'm including the wrestlers in said match. Because they're trying to, like, build the story based on Tenta's hair being cut or some shit. And no, looked, the fans what didn't was the care. That, that's, half his head was shaved just a little bit. And I'm like, it, like, you're mad about that? Like, why don't you just shave your head? I had no idea up until you just brought that up. Yeah. I'm just like, this is stupid. I gave this match an F. Tenta, an F? An F. Three Fs? Three Fs, oh my which God. equals fuck this match. Tenta hits a power slam to win. Mm, fuck, who cares? should have almost a sound of the three of us just chanting, fuck this match, fuck this match. <laughs> Our next match is a Falls Count Anywhere match between Chris Benoit and the Taskmaster Kevin Sullivan. Benoit wins by pinfall at 9 minutes and 58 seconds. And that pinfall was in the ring, so, you know, false count anywhere, but we're going to have it happen in the ring. Take that, rules. Ben, what were your thoughts? It should have been a bathroom match. (laughs) (laughs) 
did you hear Dusty Rhodes losing his mind when the woman walked in the men's bathroom? Why is there a woman in there? <laughs> like he was losing his mind. There's a woman in the men's bathroom, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Daddy, Daddy, what's going on? Well, there was no shortage of action in this one. Entertaining for sure. Probably the most entertaining match we I've seen Kevin Sullivan up until this point. I wonder um, why that is. Yeah, I know, right? Hmm. Um, I love at the beginning of the match where Kevin Sullivan's like just power striding to the ring. They close it, uh, close in on him, close in on him, just starting to briskly run a little bit, and all of a sudden, it's just boom, he's just down. I love it. Like the beginning of the match was just like, what the fuck? Like the shock factor was great. Mm-hmm. Um, great intensity by both of them. You know, it almost seems like they really, really hate each other. Couldn't uh, really figure out why, though. John Tenta and Big Bubba can really learn from what intensity in a grudge match is well, supposed to be. I hope they watched it. Uh, I know there's other I, factors I there's other that factors are playing, that make it but seem a little more your job as a wrestler is to make me believe, and they did not make me believe. Uh, what, say that again? Believe. Believe what? Believe. Make you believe. Make me believe. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Sorry, I asked. Um, love the brawl in the bathroom. Hilarious. Um, and love the ending as well when the uh, the aftermath following the win. Uh, I'm not going to spoil the finish. See how Just your tool of the night? Yeah, whatever. So <laughs> you think you're mad about it, Dave? Um, Pissed off! Yeah, like, it was weird. They start in the ring, then they're in the outside, then they're in the crowd, then they're in... They're flushing his face in the commode, as they say in the States, the commode, toilet, same thing. They call them different things, like a uh, I had to Google that. Like, what the fuck's a commode? <laughs> commode. Is the urinal? Like, is, that what you, is that what you mean? Um, is that what they call urinals? It's commode. Amer- Americans are weird. With, weird. with words. They're just different. Well, that's weird. Listen, Come we over. have weird. Call it toilet. So Saskies call hoodies buddy hugs. I was like, watching an episode of Ride yeah. Along really? uh, with Trish Stratus and Lita, and Trish is like, "I heard in the states that yes, yeah, call it flipping a bitch." And he's like, "Yeah, that means doing a U-turn." I'm like, "What? Flipping the bitch? What the? <laughs> <laughs> okay. A U-turn okay. is flipping the bitch? Yeah." And then Let's like, bring it back, boys. Was like, "Now that we've evolved to our state, we can't say it no more." I'm like, "You shouldn't have said that to begin with." Um, yeah like the intensity in this match is like 10 out of 10 loved it um a lot of potatoes lots lots of potatoes lots. especially with the chops a lot of taters and Sullivan doesn't sell the chops thank you he doesn't sell anything no he thank doesn't thank you he, like he, he's like hey it's him shit taskmaster dungeon of doom that's all he does <laughs> I never saw him once do that. No, he did that a lot. It's true. It's a fucking bobblehead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I gave the match a B because it was a good match and it was not Tenta and Bubba. <laughs> and God, that's rest, God rest their souls. Uh, Dave? Uh, very physical, obviously. But from the get-go, I loved it. Uh, can Taskmaster sell at all? No emotions, no facial expressions, and just a bobblehead. That's the only thing that, that was negative to the national I'm like, you're getting beat, man. Sell it. Like, do some Arn Anderson facial expressions here. Like, let me know you're hurt. Um, I love how there's like there was zero pinfall attempts outside. Anywhere. Yeah, it was 
It was just like they may as well have just made it a, uh, like a no DQ match yeah. or something, and still have pinfalls in the ring, or like a what's the match type in WWE Street Fight? Yeah, where it's a it's a hardcore rules, but a pinfall has to be in the ring. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, I love the finish though. I thought the finish was very well done. I gave the match a C. Very physical. Love the finish. Taskmaster's best match as at this point. Uh, what I there's one thing I didn't like, and this is when they're in the bathroom and uh, Taskmaster put Benoit's head between the door and he mm. slammed it on his head and like things there's that no happen later to... and 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 everything's come out that like Benoit's had has CTE and all that and I'm like man Benoit you should have protected yourself a little bit like no, maybe not get your hand up but maybe like do what Taskmaster did and put his whole upper body in so you it hits your shoulder at all. right there is one. To go, so back I didn't like couple, that. to go back a couple of years, there's one match where Benoit has with Tuco Scorpio, and Scorpio like completely lands on Benoit's yeah, head. Yeah, we, we reviewed that match, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, it was the 450 light drop thing. I think so, and Run I'm going, head. well, no shit that there's, you know... Problems. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no shit. I mean, this is the early 90s, never mind everything that happens after that. Yeah. Uh, the, the finish was Benoit sets a table up on the top rope and then gets Taskmaster up there and hits a superplex off it, which I it guess was executed. Okay. It looked cool. I don't understand the point of the table. Like yeah, it was the same height. Yeah. It was the same height. Like <laughs> yeah. maybe it just gave him more lift off. Like and more, we're probably also more surface area to lift off. Cause maybe Kevin Sullivan wasn't too, and he probably could have pushed more. Around. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, he does that, and uh, that's how he gets the win. And then after the match, uh, Art a- he starts beating the shit out of Kevin Sullivan, and then Art Anderson comes down and pushes Benoit off because at this point the Dungeon of Doom and the, the Horsemen are kind of sort of working together. But Taskmaster had a problem with Brian Pillman, and Brian Pillman's now left the company. Now he's got a problem with Benoit, and he pushes him off, and then he like looks at Benoit, and then he turns around and starts beating the shit out of. Sullivan, it was like, the and the fa- and the fans loved it. They loved it. They they love that the horsemen are beating the crap also out of them. Speak about when they were in the washroom, and how different it is then it is now, where they had to try to not trip over the camera cord. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you see all the fans are all like, whoa, 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 because there's this giant camera cord right through the hallway. <laughs> That wireless has been a good invention. I'll yep. tell you that. Uh, I gave this match a C. Uh, great intensity, solid match. Uh, Taskmaster needs to sell just just a smidge, just like just sell a little bit. Just try. That's all I ask. You guys just can't help but uh, I say ready. Yep. When you pull the f- oh, you do say yeah. Okay, yeah. You it's like hearing ready. mumbling before you hear a song start. <laughs> Our next match is Lord Steven Regal facing Sting, and Sting wins by submission at 16 minutes and 37 seconds. Dave, great intensity from the bell. Loved it. Uh, that drop kick Regal set up. In the corner where you see Sting selling and Regal's taunting him. And Sting turns around, he just hits him right in the face. And I was like, that was beautiful. I loved how Sting also sold it. Uh, Sting, I feel, made Regal look like a main event during this match. And that's why I gave the match a B. Is I felt Sting got, uh, went over, but Regal got over for me. Like He looked like a, like a main event player in this match. I don't like how Sting's a one half of the tag team champions, though. And he's in a singles match. That always drives me nuts. Like, if you're a tag team champion, you should be in tag team matches. 
But otherwise, I'd love the match. Ben? I think Regal actually got himself over as a main eventer instead of Sting getting him over. No, I, I mean he looked good against a main eventer, Sting. Okay. He, he, he looked like he can actually go toe-toe with the main eventer. I don't understand why he never was, personally. I don't understand why he's Hall of Famer. never... He's Hall of Famer for sure. Isn't he in? No. But he, he needs Ooh. to be in. He needs to be yes, in. Yes, he does, actually. Uh, I don't know if you have any other um, inductees you haven't announced, but uh, <coughs> Regal. <coughs> um, a lot of holds in this match. Mainly for Regal to sting. Um, I love Regal's expressions and just jawing back and forth with the crowd. Oh, the one part where he's yelling, he's taunting the hard cam? Yeah. Or the camera's like right in his face. He's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I this love this. This is what the U.S. has to Taskmaster, take notes. Um, Regal kicks the crap out of Sting a lot in this match. Yep. Um, it wasn't bad, but the holds drug it out a bit, I thought. They could have they done more um, exciting stuff, I thought. But, I mean, the holds made sense. It just went too long mm-hmm. for me. Um... Love the last three minutes where Sting just goes absolutely insane. Uh, Regal's uh, jaw, yeah, just jawing with the crowd was hilarious. Just in general, Regal was hilarious in this, just with his um, his mannerisms, his body language, and everything. I just I always love Regal for this. I never really appreciated him until like now, watching his old footage, and I just I used to I hate him there. as a kid. Well, yeah, I did too. Like was his job. I was bored of him. I did too, but that, I also like heels that make me do that. That's why I actually yep. started liking them a lot more. Um, I gave the match a C. Good intensity, like Dave said, but uh, I thought it. I don't know. I thought it drug out just a little bit. Uh, I really loved the exchange when Regal tried to shake Sting's hand. Like that was quite entertaining. <laughs> the, the smile, the smile, <laughs> stuff like was so good. He turns around, looks at the crowd. Oh, you fuckers! <laughs> I really, uh, I'm worded out by Sting with brown hair. I'm just gonna. Say I was gonna right say, now. is yep. this his first time with brown hair? This is the first time I remember. Okay. Um, I second time. Was was he? Did he have brown hair? No, yeah, last it? one he did. He it was just shorter. Oh, well, that was a shitty match. That's why we forgot. Well, I just it's so weird. It's and of course, like he's gonna be turning into Crow Sting in just yep. over a year here. So it's so crazy how fast less than a year. We're like only like six no, months away. No, doesn't he come back? Oh, no, he comes like six months away. Oh, okay. He's crow-sting by Starcade. Starcade 96? Oh, oh okay. Uh, these two guys are very charismatic. Um, and it was a fun and a good match. I gave it a B. Sting makes Regal tap to the death lock. Um, and I agree with, with uh, both of you guys that Regal looked great in this match. Sting looked Sting. like Sting, you know. I love his theme song too. So if you're entrance yeah. music in WCW right now, the man called Sting. <laughs> yeah. Fans going nuts. I did, but now I'm like, okay, it's like other piece. I didn't like other piece, but I heard the song more and more. I'm like, I like them now. One thing too, um, the finish with uh, Sting winning by submission. I'm actually gonna go on a limb and actually say that was probably Regal's idea. Yeah, maybe. Because just the way that Sting was being booked. Up until that point, like his his victories were kind of they're always kind of choppy yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Regal probably just said, "No, put me in the Scorpion Deathlock." Like actually have me tap out. Show him a finisher again. <laughs> <laughs> Our next match is Arn Anderson and Ric Flair facing Steve McMichael and Kevin Green. 
Flair and Anderson win by pinfall at 20 minutes and 51 seconds. Ben. First thing you see when everyone is in the ring, you see a giant cloth sign that says Mongo sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly just busted a gut laughing after I saw that. Just the, the whole introduction and everything, the long drawn out walk to the ring and everything. You know, the crowd's kind of getting behind them. Well, you didn't like that, like, like they, they were matching to their football team. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mongo was wearing the blue and orange. Green had the... Carolina Panthers, Car- but they're playing. But they're, the events in Baltimore, yeah. where the NFL team actually hasn't started their season yet at this point. So that's I'm okay. Not, it's kind of weird. Yeah, but they're showing their team colors. It's yeah. a football gridiron greats or whatever the fuck they call them. But I love how Macho gets a pop ten times louder than both Green yes, and Mongo. Yes, when he comes out, people are like, "Fuck yeah, <laughs> Macho, not these fuckers." Yeah, and um. <laughs> Hey, Mongo sucks. There you go. They think they're fuckers, probably. Uh, Mongo and Green evidently cannot wrestle out of a paper bag. So it's a good thing that Flair and Arn are there to direct. You, even, you actually hear Flair directing. Yep, you can. And that's why I made that. Nope. Yeah. Oh, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. I'm with you. Uh, both Arn and Flair worked like champs in this match, making Green and Mongo passable or try to. Yeah, not even they can make them look passable, actually, in this match. They were both awful. Um, I'm talking about Green and Mongo. Okay. They're pretty awful. Out of the two, Mongo, I thought, was the better worker. Green kind of just looked, uh, looked like he a... He looked gin- green. He looked, he looked green. Kevin Green looked green. Okay. Um, the Deborah shit with the chasing and the briefcase was just weird and hokey-ass shit, I thought. Um, but, but, um, horseman-esque at the same time, just with the deeds done, the dirty deeds done, the dirty deeds done dirt cheap. That doesn't seem cheap. That was a lot of money in there. Yeah, it was a lot of money in there. I like how he checked the bill to make sure it was real. (laughs) Wow, that's smart. I actually gave him quite a credit for that. Uh, Savage technically got his team disqualified about half a dozen times. <laughs> yeah, I shit. did. Fuck. Um, <laughs> not that good of a match overall. I gave the match a D. Dave? All right. So first thing first, I was not expecting a great technical match. So I knew like, okay, lower my expectations here. Uh, I love the work that Anderson is doing to help make Michael and Green look good. He was selling those shoulder tackles like God. Just so good. Uh, I actually thought it was very entertaining work with uh, Gene McMichael. See, Gene McMichael. Gene McMichael. Gene McMichael. Gene McMichael. With Green. Wrestler. Yeah, Gene McMichael. Green and McMichael's skills. Uh, the fans were loving it. Like, whenever the fans saw. Anderson or Flair get knocked down. They they cheers. I was like, okay, they're they into did it. They have charisma. They're into it. Green had. I compare Green to Mojo Rawley right now. He's hyped. Right. He hits his moves with intensity. That, that's a uh, shot at Mojo. Yeah, let me finish. But this is like when Mojo first came in. Okay. Where he was like, okay, he's all hype, no no skill. But now Mojo's doing pretty good. Uh, fans are loving it. The only issue is when I found is. As the match got longer, it made McMichael and Green look greener. 
it starts showing the weaknesses more and more. So I was like, no, this match, so much. Yeah. this match should have ended. You said twenty minutes to win. Yeah, it should have been like ten minutes. Uh, I thought fifteen. Like fifteen would have been good. But yeah. the first like five to ten minutes, you could just agree with me. Just yeah, posing. Okay, ten minutes for the match and then five minutes for the ending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, otherwise, I gave it a C. Um, given who was in the match, it was good for what it was. So I gave this match a B. I liked it. It was fun. Again, you're having two two football guys, so obviously, like like Dave said, lower your expect- expectations. I'm surprised that, that you bashed Kevin Green so much because I thought he was just as good as Lawrence Taylor was. He did just as many fucking moves as LT, and I remember us talking glowingly about how LT came out and put on like a decent show, and Kevin Green gets shit on. I just thought that was interesting. Um... Arn and Flair are the perfect guys to make them look good. Like, to make Green and McMichael look good. They're perfect for it. Arn's facial expressions when he would get hit outside and, like, look up at the camera like in shock just (laughs) had me rolling. Flair coming in, and, yeah, he was telling them what to do, but, like, fuck, yeah, they're rookies. And, and... Flair moving him around, and then Mongo goes, or he goes to chop Mongo. Mongo doesn't feel it, like, and and then when Mongo chops Flair, the crowd fucking explodes. Like these, Flair and Anderson had them in the palm of their hands, and the crowd wanted so bad for Arn and Flair to lose, and they gave him just a little bit, and then took it away. And I had so <laughs> much fun watching this match. The finish was um, Miss Elizabeth and Woman chase the wives away. And then they come back out later. Hey, where are you going? Come here. Yeah. <laughs> they come up back out later and Deborah's Deborah the wives were wearing like uh, varsity jackets with like short shorts or something like that, I think. Who wears short shorts? They wear short shorts. So they go to the back and then Kev or uh, Kevin Green's wife doesn't come back, but Deborah McMichael comes back in a evening gown. Like, okay. And with a briefcase, shows Opens it up for Mongo, and it's got a Four Horsemen t-shirt in it and a bunch of money. And as Green is reversing the figure four, Mongo hits Green with the briefcase. Really crappy, like. Yep. Yep. Uh, but Green sells death, and then Flair pins him one, two, three. <laughs> uh, and now we have the new Four Horsemen between Benoit, McMichael, Anderson, and Flair. Um which, to be honest, is the one that I remembered after, like, the original one of Tully, Arn, uh, Barry Windham, and Flair. That, that's, like, the one I always remember. And then this one with Big you Michael. You totally skipped Benoit. And, uh, no, Roman? No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They weren't around that long. That's no, why. they weren't. Like, it was very short. And then there was, there was incarnations after that. There was Sid was in it. Mm-hmm. Didn't remember. Like, I didn't even remember Sting. Sting was in it for two seconds. Didn't remember that. You know? I, I like how when Deborah presented the money she just kept saying money money i'm like you but, gotta see the dress you're wearing you have but money <laughs> they did reference it because shivani says right at the beginning he said he says i talked to michael and i asked him why would you go and sign for the green bay packers the chicago yep. bears rival? Oh why would you play for the green bay packers but he said um says the raiders fan in the room um <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh and then McMichael like told him that I did it for the money. So like like it's foreshadowing. They're setting up what's gonna happen later. So I thought I thought the the turn was well done. McMichael's not a good wrestler. We all know this, but the turn was well done. And man, Arn and Flair were fucking great in this thing. I gave it a B. Good stuff. 
All right, our main event of the Daddy. evening. Like, come on, man. <laughs> ben did it last I week. know, but he's got the timing. You don't got the timing. You jump in wherever the fuck. I say main, you're like, Daddy. Like, main Daddy. Main Daddy. Now it's time for Daddy. It's time for the Daddy? Welcome, what? Daddy. Uh, it's you for, wheel. It's for the WCW title. We've got Lex Luger facing the Giant. The Giant's the champ going in. And Luger wants to be Luger three belts. Because he's got the TV title, the tag title, and he wants the WCW title. This greedy bastard. Yeah, he wants them all. Like, why Although would... it would have been kind of interesting if that had happened. Especially if he's called Luger Three Belts. Uh, Giant wins by pinfall and retains the belt at 9 minutes and 21 seconds. Dave. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> Sting chasing off Hart was the most eventful thing at that point. Thank God he did it, though, right? Like, yes. like they He's kept like, on saying, oh, of all the interference, and I'm like, well, then Sting should be down here. <laughs> it's like, so funny when, like, like you said, they're supposed to suspend our disbelief and everything, but when you have this concern with the commentator saying, oh, will he interfere? Will he interfere? Why is he not banned from the match? <laughs> if you guys are also concerned with him being interference, ban him from the match. We better, we better ban him from like, the match just in case. What the hell? Um, oh, my God. So... I was watching this pay-per-view event without my headphones on, which I usually have my headphones on. My son's beside me, and he's doing this like shoulder check, like what the, what the hell's going on? I'm like, what's up? He's like, who's yelling? He's like, that's really annoying. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> the about, whole Luger, Luger, yeah. Every freaking thing he does, he yells. My fiance came in, like walking through the door after work. I was sitting watching the match, and she's like taking her coat off and shoes off. She looks over, and goes, "Who's doing that yelling?" It's, it's so irritating. Where it's like he could have a two, uh, a score two match. But that yelling was like, no, I can't do it. It's like nails on a chalkboard. I just, I'm like, I cannot do it. And he does it for, and so my son was watching. He's like, why is he yelling in a headlock? Because it hurts. I'm like, Jacob, there was a spot where he was being choked and he's still yelling. <laughs> so I'm just like, uh, at this That's point, true. <laughs> at this point, he, ah! <laughs> he's, he's like, does he go like at that match? He's like, how was that match? Just, like he's talking, like hardly raised at the match because he can't. He's just his vocals are done. Um, this whole match was me analyzing why he's yelling. Like you're a chopping giant. Why are you yelling? It's like he knows he's a shitty wrestler, so he's like, I'm gonna distract him with my yells. They won't notice it. No, we do. Um, I you gave become, the match. You've become a shittier wrestler, <laughs> not just a shitty one. He, I'm surprised he wasn't yelling while he was holding Giant the torch rack. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap, he's falling on me. <laughs> like, oh man, this match. I gave it a D. I just couldn't get into it. I, the the most exciting part was Sting chasing away Hart. It's the only thing that made sense that match to me. Ben? So basically, this is the giant kicking Luger's ass around yeah. for 10 minutes, but it's very slow. Um, Luger yells a lot, and it's still annoying. Giant falling on top of Luger as they were doing the rack spot was very dangerous and concerning, yeah. and I was actually generally or genuinely concerned for Luger's well-being. Because we he wasn't yelling, which yeah. means there was a problem. Yeah. <laughs> or there could have been a problem. <laughs> Uh, not a lot of emotion in this match. It was dull. Like, there's no energy. There's no emotion in this. That is what did it for me. Or didn't do it for me. 
Who would you score? You know what starts the word didn't? <coughs> D. That's clever. Fact. Fact. That's a fact. Uh, I think one of the problems they had is obviously Luger's a shit worker. Uh, but also they're following that Anderson flair and the whole thing, and the crowd was hot for that match, and they were done. That, that should have been the main event. event. It, yeah. Whoa! Whoa! Did Whoa. you guys? Did you guys just become best friends? Yep. Wow. Finally, after 111 fucking episodes, I started Amazing. to like you. Uh, <laughs> I got. I got a question for you. I got an answer. Hopefully, let's okay. do this. Is it a so, word association? No. Oh. Why would Giant true or false pull out Lex Luger out of the ring? And then pick him up in a press slam and throw him back in the ring. What is stupid? This is the Daily Double. <laughs> I'm like watching it. I'm like, and it's not like he he pulled him out, <laughs> threw him into like the the barricade, and then yeah, did threw it. him out. No, no, no. Nah. He pulled him out, and I was like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. It's like it's like something I would do in WWE 2K. Like pull him up. Oh fuck! I didn't want to do that. Throw him back in. Let's go back. No, in. it's like you trying to Irish whip someone to the damn turnbuckles. I can't do that. <laughs> no. it's, it's, you have four freaking chances. And I have problems. <laughs> One thing I would have done after the whole giant falling on top of Luger spot is, well, a when he landed, he didn't go. Wow! <laughs> I would have been like, um, Luger, you all right? You got to kick someone wow. back. <laughs> wow! Okay, it's good. If it doesn't make a sound, it's like, yeah, we. Uh, to be honest, I would have made that the finish. Yeah. Made it like a no contest. Like, he's knocked out. Done. So, the finish was that Luger got Giant caught on the top rope, kicked him, and then the Giant, like, bounced and flipped. <laughs> Which was <laughs> Okay. That was a 2K20 glitch. Yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, okay, interesting setup for the torch rack. That's cool. So, then Luger picks him up, and I was like, actually, that's quite impressive, especially from, like, the squat position that he had him in. I'm like, oh, my God, your back must be fucked. Yep. And then Giant starts wiggling, and then Luger... Uh, takes a front bump and Giant just falls on him. I'm like, that is one of the most unsafe bumps ever. Like, you should have, like, the Giant should have slid out and, like, clotheslined him in the back, knocking him down, and yeah, then chokeslined him. But at this, pounds, at like, this yeah. point, Giant's on his back. Yeah. So he can't, like, land on his forearms to brace yeah, the fall. To brace. Just, it's just fall. It's just all it's 500 pounds weight. on yep. Luger. Like, dangerous spot. I didn't really care for it. Uh, Giant then hits the choke slam to win and then just leaves and like that's the end of the pay-per-view and I was like oh I want more of yelling <laughs> well no like like it just seems so anticlimactic you yes. know what I mean like it was like okay I want my title I'm fucking off I'm out of here alright cool I gave the match a D not good and the crowd was dead didn't care for they it they didn't care at all nope And now it's time for tonight's premier performer. And tonight's tool of the night. My premier performer tool and score are as follows. In that exact order. I hope so. Pre <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking like, turn it all around. Premier performer <laughs> are both Ray and Malenko because they just put on a clinic. Actually, clinics can take notes on the clinic that they put on. Oh, ha, 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 ha. And tools, or tool, is DDP for me in this one, as mentioned before, because yikes. Love DDP, but not in this one. And my score is 4 out of 10, which I believe is equivalent to a C. Dave? 
Uh, my performers, I gave to Dean and Ray. Uh, my Talk tools, yet. I gave to Big Bubba and John Tenta. My overall score was 5.5 out of 10. Oh, you liked it. Yep, basically because of Sting and Regal and uh, Mysterio and Malenko. Uh, my performers of the night, I gave to Arn Anderson and Ric Flair. Totally makes sense. Uh, Dean Malenko and Ray, obviously. But I was more impressed with how Arn and Flair okay. turned that match into something that was I enjoyable. That. I had no interest in it. Whereas like, like, oh. like Dean and Ray, it was like, well, I expect this to be good. And like, okay. If like, there's any sign and it was. that Ray's going to have a good career, it's this. His debut heavy match, yeah. he gets a one. <laughs> my tool tonight, which I mentioned before, was Conan because I'm just not impressed with anything he's done so far. Uh, my score on the pay per view was four and a half out of ten. Um, the matches I would suggest people watch: obviously the cruiserweight title, Regal against Sting, and Arn Anderson and Ric Flair versus Steve McMichael and Kevin Green are the ones I gave uh, the highest scores to. So that's what I would give. I would tell people to watch. Uh, that has been our episode for twenty. That has been our last episode for 2019. We are going to take about a month break. Uh, we'll be back, I think, the second week of January with another episode. Um, it'll be the WWF King of the Ring 1996 with the main event of Shawn Michaels facing British Bulldog, and some guy named Austin wins some kind of tournament or something and. Makes mention there's, of yeah, there's Bible like, like verse Bible or something. As well. Yeah, yeah, but that that might be something. I don't know. Uh, as always, uh, give us a follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Call it in the Ring Media or Squared Circle Rewind. Uh, keep on listening to us on anywhere you get your podcasts. Like and subscribe on those. Uh, and I guess from all of us, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all the best. Spend time with your family. Um, while listening to our podcast of course and of course it's, a, it's definitely except, a family it, show yeah, except <laughs> if there's kids especially the porn conversation you don't, you <laughs> sit know. around the fire <laughs> have some eggnog and listen to our podcast talk about porn stars yeah put the kids in bed actually yeah yeah we're gonna rethink that <laughs> um, so that's been it for 2019 we'll see you in 2020 do you guys want to do, do uh, does our our show says parental Everywhere. 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 So even more so if you involve your kids listening to this, that's your own fault. It's your fault. Parental discretion is advised. Responsibility people, take it. Well, I guess that's their last one. (laughs) Have a great Christmas and a happy new year. We'll see you in 2020.